everyone, and welcome back to the How to Life podcast. I'm Dr. Laura Jagged, and my goal and the goal of this podcast is to offer some information about adult stuff that's kind of scary or at least intimidating when you don't know anything about it. So far on the show, I've had some experts come on and educate us about their field of expertise and to find some terms explain how stuff in their area works, and clear things up so that it seems easier and less complicated. I also like to share some of my own guidance and thoughts on how I deal with the mindset of adulting, how I frame situations and look at things, and how I prepare myself mentally to approach these things in the best way that I can. There are philosophies that I've learned on my own over the course of my life, And they are things that really resonate with me now. It's stuff that I try to teach my own children. I try to guide them and help them with it. And I share it with my family and friends who see how I move through life and want to know how I do it and why it works for me. I've done a couple of solo shows in the past and I've shared some of these ideas and today's going to be another one. Today's topic is procrastination. This is a very appropriate topic for me right now because I've been procrastinating about this week's podcast since the last one aired. Have you ever thought about procrastination? It's when you put off doing something. You've probably procrastinated once or twice or a lot in your life. Maybe you waited until the last minute before you did your homework or cleaned your room uh, or sent off that college app, paid bills. Everybody's procrastinated on something and probably often. But what does procrastination mean? What does it really mean? Why does it happen to us? Procrastination is often associated with irresponsibility or laziness or worthlessness or even defiance. Those are all sort of negative attributes and no one likes to think of themselves in that light. But How many of you who find yourself procrastinating beat up on yourself for not doing what you think or you know needs to get done? I've done it. In fact, I spent a great majority of my life feeling pathetic if I was reluctant or hesitant in getting something done that I knew needed to be done, or worse, when someone told me it had to be done. And even though I would feel lazy and worthless for just not doing it, I'd still have trouble bringing myself to do it. And the self-loathing that came because of that was so harsh. And the closer the deadline would be, the more uncomfortable I would feel. So often in anger or disgust for myself, I would force myself to do it, effort my way through it, fight through the discomfort, and then do a subpar job. And then feel disappointed because I knew it wasn't a good job. Now, I know that's probably a little extreme, and it doesn't apply to maybe many of you. This has just been my experience. I also know people who procrastinate and then act like they don't care. I think that's a defense mechanism, acting like you don't care about getting a job done. Sometimes, if you decide it's really not important or urgent, then owning that and not caring is the right choice. But if you just couldn't bring yourself to do it and then pretend like, oh, I didn't care about it anyway, I mean, that also is not the best feeling in the world. No one enjoys doing a bad job or blowing things off. So why do we do this? Why? What is that? What does it mean? Let's explore that a bit. I think that this statement sums it up pretty well. Procrastination 
is the opposite of momentum. Momentum, and by that I mean positive momentum, is when you're in the flow, you're feeling good, energy is good, and you're moving easily and happily, and things are getting done and getting done without effort. There's just no resistance in your stream. Everybody's experienced that in some aspect before, so you know what I mean. But if there is some resistance in a task that you're faced with, things slow down. And if there's a lot of resistance, then here comes procrastination or paralysis. It's the opposite of momentum. I never looked at it this way when I was younger. I never made the association of positive momentum being directly proportional to ease and flow. I never made the correlation that lining up my energy first determined the success of my effort. I just thought it was random. Sometimes things were good, sometimes they weren't. And if I found myself procrastinating, then I was being lazy, which meant I was worthless and a failure. And I know it's not like that for everyone. That was just me. So I'd get angry and I would say, okay, come on, this has to stop. I'd put on my uh, pump me up music or listen to some guru tell me to just do it or push through it and ignore the discomfort. Pain is gain. It's a popular philosophy to fight through something until completion or breakthrough. Especially when you don't feel like it, that's the time that you really need to do it. I never resonated with that philosophy, even though I did go through those motions. And I did it a lot. I thought I had to break through my walls to overcome my resistance. I mean, can you effort your way through discomfort and accomplish something? Yes, you can. You absolutely can. And you can even have moderate success, but it's not usually fun. And it is kind of the hard way. And it's definitely not as fun or as satisfying as when you line up the energy first, gain some positive momentum, and then act. If you know me at all, and most of you don't, so I'm going to tell you, I am a big proponent of looking for and capitalizing on positive momentum. It was something I discovered about myself later in life. And when I made that realization, things changed for me in a big way. I no longer felt the discomfort of procrastinating. Not to say that it didn't happen to me, but when it did happen, or when it does happen even now, I know that I am having some resistance about it. I have low energy and that I need to change my mood, um, change my emotional state and my perception about the task at hand. And it's not so much that I need to do it. I want to do it because I really do want to accomplish whatever task is in front of me. I mean, there are things in our lives that we have to do, like it or not, ready or not. And some things are easier than others. Sometimes there's so much to do that it feels overwhelming. And that feeling of disorganization can lead to things slowing down or procrastination. So how do I deal with it? I decide to create some positive momentum by looking for it anywhere I can. Firstly, realize that procrastinating is a sign that your energy is not lined up in the best way that it can be before taking on the task. There are many reasons why this might be, and it's a good exercise for you to figure out what is the cause. If you can identify what the reluctance is, then you can find ways to ease into that space and clear out or at least soften the resistance. Here are some common things that lead to procrastination and ways you can improve how you feel about the task. Number one is fear. 
you're afraid to do the job, but why? Figure out what you're afraid of. Here's a true story of how fear caused my procrastination in a particular situation. I once owned a chiropractic office and had two partners who were very outgoing and socially fearless. They were talkers and they enjoyed schmoozing with people. That was not me at all. But it was decided that we should all go out and cold call other professionals who could help grow our business. I can't even tell you how scary that was for me, how insecure I felt about it, and then how pathetic I felt for not having the personality to do this as easily as my partners. So I just didn't do it and suffered the scorn. The feeling of failure and letting them down was terrible, but somehow not as bad as having to solicit business in that way. How would I do it today? I would strive to find ways that work for me. What meshes with my personality? What feels easiest for me? Is there something else I can do that I can assist? How can my strengths contribute? There are many ways to accomplish things. You just have to find what works for you. If fear is causing your procrastination, first acknowledge that the way you're going about it is not the best way for you. If you're looking at a big wall of fear, then look in another direction. Take a step back. If this task must be accomplished, then break it up into parts, into smaller little chunks. Put it on paper. What needs to be done? Why does it need to be done? Sometimes if you know the why and it is very important to you, then the solution can be more easily attained. I'd also like to add that perfectionism is a form of fear and also leads to procrastination. It doesn't feel like traditional fear, but really it is. If you're perfect, then no one can judge you or tell you it's terrible or that you did it wrong. Perfectionism is fear of feeling unworthy. I've dealt with this aspect as well. When I came up with the idea for How to Life in 2018, I was so excited about all the possibilities and I spent the next two months working nonstop, setting up the framework, researching and planning. I probably spent 14 hours a day working on it meticulously. It was fun. It was exciting. It was effortless. I did not feel tired at all. And then when the foundation was laid... I came to a screeching halt. Now it was time to produce, but I didn't know anything about cameras or video production, editing, YouTube, algorithms, social media. I knew nothing about that world. I was a chiropractor and an athlete. That's all I had ever done. So I stopped. And yeah, I hated myself for it at first, but not enough to push through this time. I talked myself through it, And I decided that when I was able to move forward, it would be at the perfect time. There was no rush. There was no deadline. Nothing was on the line at all. It would all unfold perfectly. I decided that I could think about it and visualize it in the time being. That felt very manageable, and it was actually quite productive. I did this for the next five months and did not beat myself up about it. And because I had practiced it mentally so often and for so long, when I went to do it, it really was not that scary. It wasn't perfect, but I had at least started. 
And then there were many creators and people that I consider mentors who told me then, and it's true, you just have to start. Whatever you put out is going to be the worst it'll ever be. No matter how good it is, it's only going to get better and easier. I put out my first mominar on my YouTube channel exactly one year after the idea came to me. As the date was approaching, I decided that I was going to upload a video ready or not. I didn't feel ready, but I made the decision that it was going up on that day. That conscious decision was stronger than my need for it being perfect. It's a strength to want to do something well, but not if the desire to be your best causes you to not be or do at all. And I understand excellence is important to me. I like doing my best and I like being my best. I used to want that so that others would approve of me, but now I do it just for me. I sometimes still talk myself through it, but it's just breaking old thought habits and creating new ones. How can you soothe your fear? Well, get a pen and paper. You know that I like that. Write down what your fear is on one side of the piece of paper. On the other side, decide if that fear is valid and then write down what's the worst thing that can happen. When you write these things down, you often discover that the fear is usually made up or it's not as big as you thought it was. Or maybe you realize that it's more of a default reaction, more of a habit. And if that's the case, you might realize that you actually can do it. This exercise might bring you some clarity, and clarity is a turn in the direction of positive momentum. All right, another thing that causes procrastination is boredom. Maybe the task is just boring to you, so you put it off and off and off, and then suddenly it has to be done. Now panic and resentment and self-pity set in. Okay, here's another true story about that. I've done it all, guys. I used to manage the household accounting for my family, and I took on this job because it fit my personality the best. I was organized, responsible, meticulous, and I actually enjoyed the quiet of it. But I thought it was really boring. So I would make excuses and put off reconciling bank statements, getting the books updated, and keeping receipts for taxes the following year. Now that I think about it, that's also fear-based because I found taxes scary. Anyway, all of a sudden the year had ended, and I needed to get everything off to the accountant, and I was not prepared then I had to suffer the misery of that procrastination. I did learn my lesson after that experience, and I found a way to keep up with it in the future. This is still not a pleasant task for me, but it is something that I must do so I make it as easy for myself as I can. I want to feel light and relaxed because I want it to be more manageable, and I want to get through it as quickly as I can. Again, decreasing resistance, increasing flow and productivity. I once even hired a bookkeeper to do it for me, but when I saw that she was doing exactly what I was doing, it gave me great confidence. I now knew for sure that I had the ability to do it myself and I was doing it right. Another big cause of procrastination is overwhelmment. This is where you have so much going on at the same time that you don't see how you can possibly get everything done. That is what has led to this current bout of procrastination that I'm currently experiencing. In general, I have a lot of responsibilities in many different areas, 
and it usually flows pretty well. But this week, everything is sort of converged. A lot of stuff needs attention all at the same time. And I still have to, actually, I don't have to, I still want to keep my podcast schedule on track. Like it or not, there's just some stuff that has to get done. I'm moving to a new home this week. There are utilities to transfer, quite a bit of paperwork, many things to schedule, packing, cleaning, still trying to live in a home that's upside down, and still attending to my family life and home life and work life. And I still want to attend to this podcast, which includes this episode and interviewing guests for future shows and posting a mominar on my YouTube channel this week. It sounds overwhelming just talking about it. So I don't talk about it. I write. I make lists of what needs to get done. When I see it on paper, I realize that it's finite. This can all be done. I just need to knock these things off my list. And then I write down what I want to get done. Again, finite items. I can do this. So I start with the stuff that's easiest for me. And as soon as I complete that task, I scratch it off the list. I love scratching things off the list. I feel very accomplished and it makes me feel good, which makes me happy and leads to, you guessed it, more positive emotion. Now I have that feeling of success and awesomeness and then I move to the stuff that I thought was harder at first, but I have so much momentum going that it's really not that big of a deal. And suddenly it's done. Yeah, I'm a boss and I feel smug satisfaction knowing that I controlled all of this and it did not control me. And here is the key. Remember this feeling of achievement. Memorize how good it feels. Milk that feeling. Make it last as long as you can so that you know how you want to feel the next time you feel far from it. It gets easier and easier the more you practice it. So now that you know procrastination is not a negative reflection of you, you're going to really like this perspective I have about it. Procrastination is the wisdom to not move on something that you're not vibrationally ready for. It's wisdom. It's not laziness or irresponsibility or being scatterbrained. Now that you know that, use that wisdom to get yourself moving in the right direction. Here are 10 tips you can try to get positive momentum flowing. Number one, make a list. Number two, if necessary, make a list of each project rather than a general to-do list. Break it down into smaller chunks if it feels more manageable for you. Three, prioritize the list. Put down the things that are most important from top to bottom. Decide if something really is important or necessary. If it is necessary, can it be altered to make it more manageable? Or are there unnecessary rules that you've created for yourself that really aren't that important? Number five, decide not to do something that is not a priority. Scratch that off your list. Six, pretend you're going to outsource the job and write instructions for someone who's going to be doing it exactly the way you want it done. Sometimes writing it out or explaining the process or even visualizing it makes you realize that it's not that hard. You can do it. And often we don't expect the same level of perfectionism from someone else. So we write it in easier ways to give them a break. Give yourself that same break. 
Number seven, get yourself in the right mindset before you sit down to the task. Get yourself feeling as calm and relaxed as you can. I mentally and emotionally prepare just as if I were going to play a pickleball match or a tennis match, right? If you're going to compete in something, it wouldn't be advisable to be a frazzled mess when you show up. You mentally prepare. Same thing when approaching a task that needs to be done or anything in life. Psych yourself up. Words don't count. It's how you feel. Eight, schedule a time that you're going to start and ease into it. I like to look at my list. I know that there's a start time and I start with what I feel is easiest. As I get things done, momentum picks up and it's easier to finish what's left. Nine, take breaks. I'll do a few things, then take a break, even if it's just to get a drink of water. If the job feels tedious, I take even more breaks with the intention of continuing after the break. But if you're in the flow, then just keep going. And number 10, celebrate the completion of things. Even scratching a task off my list is fun for me. When I see all the tasks that seemed overwhelming with lines through them because they're done, I feel like the biggest success story ever. This past week has been a series of lists and scratching things off of them. Although I am extremely pressed for time right now, I have remained on track, I've stayed organized, and nothing has slipped through the cracks. And it looks like I'm going to get this episode completed and published on time. Makes me feel like celebrating. I want to do a small victory dance, but I have to go load up the moving truck now. But before that, I want to tell you that I have some great interviews coming up how to buy a house, how to maintain your car, more about investing your money, and some inspirational life stories, some good, good stuff on the horizon. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple or your favorite podcast platform, and make sure you subscribe to The Mominars on YouTube as well so that you get the new content directly to your feed every week. And I sure would appreciate it if you would give me five stars and actually leave a nice review. Thank you. It really helps me get more exposure and reach more people. If you'd like to reference the 10 tips list I just mentioned, you can find it at howtolife.com slash 009. Do you have a suggestion for a podcast episode or mominar? Send me an email, drlj at howtolife.com. Let me know your thoughts on procrastination and what you've done to get through it and if it's been successful for you or not. Try some of these suggestions and see how it works for you. All right, friends, that's all from me right now. Take care, everyone. Have a really great week. Make sure you have some fun and give yourself a break. You're doing just fine. Be easy about everything. It's all good. You've got this. Mm-hmm.